This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Good afternoon to you. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Shannon. God bless you. Hey, and you too, my friend. God bless you. And everybody, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here with Pastor David Measures, coming to you from Leicestershire, England. And Brother David, uh, I want to tell you, uh, you're doing a good job on YouTube. I've seen you put several of your live meetings up there. Oh, yes. I've done one or two, yeah. I see you coming up in the feed, so I say, go, David. That's awesome. Let's <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Amen. Well, my friend, it's an honor to be here with you today. You want to open us in prayer, and the mic is yours. Yes, I will do. Father God, Lord, we praise you and thank you, Lord, for this new day, Lord. I pray, Father God, Lord, that, uh, Lord, we'll listen to your word, Lord, and we'll take it into our hearts, Lord. And, and Father God, I, I think we've all got to change to get closer to you, Lord. I pray, Father God, Lord, my message will glorify Jesus and glorify his mission and most of all glorify our, our Heavenly Father, Lord. So bless Shannon and this program and bless everyone who's listening today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My friend, over to you. Welcome back. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to call this message yet, but we'll probably find out as we go along. Right, I'm going to take you right to the beginning of the Bible, which is where usually all the problems start. It's in Genesis chapter 2. You know, you could spend an old lifetime in Genesis um, working everything out but we're going to just read one verse at this moment in Genesis chapter 2 <clears throat> and it said verse 17 it says 
But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Well, that's what God told our ancestors. And he's telling us the same today. The day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And we notice from that on, because they ate what the tree that God told them not to eat of it, um, it wasn't about having an apple or anything like that. It was uh, really disobedience to God. And because they um, they did that, then um, from that moment, people started to die. And uh, still happening today. You shall surely die. This is a condemnation and the sentence which is upon all of us. But praise God for Jesus who saved us from hell. Praise God for what Jesus did. But we still die. But we are not condemned to the second death, which is the death of our soul and the death of our spirit. Our body dies, and sometimes we die in agony. Sometimes people die, and just as though they're passing through from one room to another. And I can think of different people that have gone through agony when they've died, and some people are going through agony now, and and also people that have just dwindled off as though they were just shutting the eyes in one one uh, heaven and opening up in another. But sin produces consequence. And this is what I want to say. It's the sin that produces the consequence. So if we look to Exodus chapter 15... Second book of the Bible. Something I've just been studying this week a little bit, actually. You know, we're always looking for answers in the Bible. And I believe the Bible's got the... There's an answer in the Bible for every single person's life. We may never find out what it is. But there is an answer for the life of every single person living. Otherwise, God has not been fair to us. And he is very fair, so he's given in his word. Now, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, says this. If you diligently eat to the voice of the Lord your God. So that's one thing we've got to do. Don't let's pass this over quickly. Diligently heed to the voice of the Lord your God. That's his voice in his written word, and it's in even if you happen to hear it in, in the natural. And then the next two it is to do what is right in his sight. So then we've got to do what is right. And how do you know what is right? Well, to follow what God says is right not on what we think. And the third one is to give ear to all his commandments. So he's given us commandments and he wants us to live by them and give ear to them and 
these will rule our lives and to keep all these statutes that is all his ways and if we keep those three um, what say commandments or orders that the Lord has given us it says I will put none of the diseases on you which I brought upon the Egyptians for I am the Lord that heals you now, people say, well, God does not put sin on you, but my Bible says, put, I put sin on you. My Bible says, I'll put none on the diseases on you which it brought upon the Egyptians. Um, some uh, um, Bibles say, I will not permit it to come upon you. Well, still the same. Because, you know, God uses the devil... There's, there's a there's a scripture um, in um, uh, in fact I just try and take you to it. Uh, it's in um, I haven't wrote this down actually, but it, I'm going to go to uh, Chronicles because I was challenged once by um, some Muslims when I was witnessing to them, and they said, your God is the devil. I said, no, he's not. They said, he is. Your your Bible says that he is the devil. So I said, well, show it me. And so they they brought their book that they got, and they tried to prove to me that that they were right. And I'm just going to take the, the, the scripture here. It's in, in two chronicles. Or it might be one Chronicles, I don't know. But I'll find it. If you just bear with me. Yes, here we are. In, in one Chronicles, chapter 21, it said, Now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. So Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. That's what it says in Chronicles. But if we go to 2 Samuel, talking about the same instance, this is why they tried to prove to me that our God is the devil. 2 Samuel, verse chapter 24, verse 1. And it says, And the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, O go, number Israel and Judah. So one it says, And the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. And on this one it says, And Satan moved up against David, against Israel, and moved David to number Israel. It's the same um, uh, verse is talking about the same situation but I expect I to explain to them that God uses the devil and the anger of the Lord actually is the devil and you know God uses the devil for his purposes God's in charge of everything so when I see this here when it's going back to uh, Exodus 
He said, I'll put none on the diseases that are brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth you. So as we know, God is not the instigator of sickness, but it's the devil that wants to do that. But anger of God, as we take that scripture to be literally what we've just read, those two scriptures, God can use the devil. And so there's four steps that we've got to listen to. If you diligently heed to the voice of the Lord your God, do what is right, keep all his commandments and all his statutes, I'll put none of the diseases on you which are brought upon the Egyptians. Now saying that, it seems here that sin produces a consequence. Now if we go to Matthew chapter 6, Verse 22 to 23. It says, The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your old body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your old body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So we can say that the light in us is darkness. Now we can have darkness in us even though we're Christians. And another scripture, I want to take you to one or two scriptures to prove him what I'm trying to say. The next scripture is in Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6, just find this one moment. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, that he shall reap. For he who sows to the flesh, will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit, with the spirit will reap everlasting life. So, we reap what we've sown. And God will forgive us if we have our sins, but behind all the sins there is a consequence. It's just like when we're talking about the generational spirits that we're talking about in Lamentations, um, book of Lamentations, uh, chapter 5, I, think, I believe it is, I just find it. Lamentations, um, it says here, chapter 5, verse 7, Our fathers have sinned and are no more, but we bear their iniquities. So our ancestors, they've sinned, and they're, they're dead now, they're gone. But we bear their iniquities, so we bear the consequences of their sin. And that's why sometimes sickness passes down the generational line. And I can think of my own life that my grandmother, I don't know why she, I know some of the things weren't, weren't Christian, but I know she had a terrible varicose veins. And then I know my father got them, not quite so bad, but I've had them as well. 
because it's a generational curse. It's a generational problem. Weakness in my flesh. Now, I don't know what they did in the flesh to reap corruption. I've no idea. But I'm reaping now the, the bearing their iniquities, the consequences of their iniquities. And that is the same for nearly all of us. This is why we have the sicknesses. Why do some people have um, many sicknesses and die in, in horrific death or in torment? And some people, like I said, just walk into, they're walking into the next room. Well, in Revelation chapter 2, the Lord is talking about the spirit of Jezebel. And we all have this problem with Jezebel, and uh, we talk on her many times. You see, Jezebel was a queen, but a very ungodly queen. But she died. Now, spirits die. Sorry, sorry people die. The spirits do not die. So God says to the, the angel of the church of Thyatira, it says this, in verse 20, chapter 2, verse 20 of Revelation, Nevertheless, I have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent. So God's been given her time to repent. Praise God is giving us time to repent. He's giving you who's listening today time to repent. How long do you need? But she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her onto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. So she'll be on the sickbed with probably many, many problems. Now, even though we are saved, the Bible said the flesh shall reap corruption. But the spirit will be saved if we're given our life to Christ. But even, even though we do have the gift of healing, and I know that God has used me many times in healing, and I've got a miracle service on tonight. But what will we have to go through regarding sickness in this life before we finally die? Now, I'm interested in this subject because, quite honestly, I really hate sickness. And uh, it's, it's my real enemy. I, I hate being sick, and I, I realize that God hates people to be sick but people are sick and people go through so many problems and we see in England we're always talking about the National Service, everybody's talking about that because we are a nation, obviously a sinful nation and there's so many sicknesses because the flesh shall reap corruption it says what price do we have to pay 
for all our sins in this life, there will be a price to pay. God will forgive us ultimately, but there's a price to pay. And it affects the body. And the scripture says in Genesis chapter 2, the day you eat of it, you shall die. And people are dying from that day. Now, I've been with some people when they just slip into eternity. And it was just as though they're here one moment and the next moment they've gone. And I've had that experience with being people like that. But I've also had experience where people have died in agony. And also people have died in torment. Now what I'm trying to say is, it could that be linked... Could it be linked to how sinful we have been in this life? We know we have a problem with the generations, and I'm not saying that I am perfectly right. I want people to consider what the scriptures are saying. It's something for us all to study very carefully. Could it be a link to how sinful we have been in this life? Now, some have been born into a very sinful life because of their ancestors, which is not their problem. But they can be prayed for and hopefully be healed of some of those things, but some still affects their, their bodies. Now, if this is true, and it seems as though it is when we look at the scriptures because there's one or two more scriptures that we look at is in John chapter 8 Jesus is talking to uh, uh, a woman caught in adultery John chapter 8 and let's have a look where it is verse, verse 11 I'll pick it up at verse 10. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are those accusers of yours? Had no one condemned you? She said, No, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go away and sin no more. So he's saying, Sin no more. Now in John chapter 5, just over the page, we see in John chapter 5, verse 14, it's about the man who was at the pool of Bethesda. And we'll pick it up at about verse 11. He answered them, Sir, he who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? But the, the one who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon you. So Jesus is implying here, this is sickness, 
and his problem is linked to his sin. And he said, go away and sin no more. Now, this is quite, uh, could be quite worrying, and it could be quite condemning, but it's not meant to be that. This message is to be informative for all, all of us. Because, one, we've got to make sure, one, that we truly have repented of all of our sin. Not just holding some of it back. Allowing Jesus to take all the sin upon the cross. Every sin that we've got. Not some hidden sins that you still want to keep going. Because that could be your downfall. And also keep short accounts with God. Of course we should do that. But I want to say that what I've really put here, we should truly repent and make a decision to, from this day forward to live a life of holiness. Because the Bible said without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Now, I want myself... I want to live a life of holiness. I don't want to die in pain or in torment or in sickness. I don't want that to be anywhere near me. I don't believe it is right, ultimately, for a Christian to die of a sickness. Because Jesus paid the price for sickness on the cross. And he gave the gift of healing to the church so they should not die of it I know people do do now we've got to ask them why do they do because Jesus paid the price for all the sin and all the sickness in the old world and every single person that Jesus prayed for they were healed so if Jesus is ministering throughout the church today using me and you and other people, and if he's ministered to us today, sickness should should all go. We should expect to see miracles. And if we don't, could it be linked to our unbelief or our sickness or, or our sin that we've not really repented of or some we don't want to let go of? Because it is quite amazing that when you start to... T- talk about certain things people say they're Christians and then you start to talk about them and and you see things in their life how they live and you challenge them over something and they don't want to know that but what their life they live in is not what the Bible says so therefore have they truly repented are they still carrying on with it we've got to be done with sin forever sin forever finish with and make sure that we've ministered to in every area we've been sinful because it's this area where the devil wants to keep hold of us and and he wants to destroy us and he wants to bring this sickness upon us and you know and if we're not repentant then god can't hold it back god can't stop it because the devil the devil will will challenge this. And if we got to be make sure that we, we're totally honest and 
and want to live a life of holiness. Now, I pray that those will listening will live a life of holiness, not because I'm saying it, because basically it's best for you. Because you're all going to finish on this world one day. You might not all get raptured. You might go through this time, the death that people go through. Now, are you going to go through a death like some people where they just fade off into another world? And when I look at some of those people that I know, and I look at their life, they seem as though they were very holy people. And then, or are we going to go through sickness? Because Jesus paid the pride for sickness, and he healed every single person. So, how are we going to die? We don't know, do we? We don't know when. Each, each of us don't know if we're going to have problems or not. But one thing we can do is to make sure, to the best of our ability, that we can make sure we're truly repented of all of our sin and accept Jesus to take it all away from us and to give us this new life and a new healing all through our bodies, I pray. And I pray this for everyone listening. I don't want anyone who's listening to go through a tormented life at the end of their life. I want you to just fade off into another world, which is how Jesus, I believe, wants us to be for us. So God bless you. It's informative. Look at the scriptures I've just read and see what the scriptures say to you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Great word today, my friend. And once again, what would you like to title this for the archive? I don't know, Shannon. What would you say? Um, how will you die? How will you die? Yeah, well, we could do that, couldn't we? In pain or fade away. Okay, perfect. How will you, how will you die? That sounds good to me. That's a good one. Um Brother David, it's I one you've to... never done before. One you've not done before. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Tell people about your church and how they can make contact with you. The church. Um, I've got a church. It's called Yesterday, Today, and Forever Church, and it's in Colville, in the centre of England. And uh, we have regular miracle services, and we've got one tonight. I should be speaking there tonight, um, and that'll be at quarter past seven. Um, it's in Colville, Leicestershire, which is 100 miles north of London and 40 miles east of um, Birmingham. Uh, and we have uh, regular deliverance conferences uh, where we get many people visit and they, they get see, free from demons and and uh, we move in deliverance ministry. And I've been ministering deliverance now and healing for 30 odd years. I see many wonderful miracles and most people that pray for have been healed and uh, we expect to see some tonight but unfortunately some people do, do go through sickness and when they go through sickness I feel really I won't say tormented but very very concerned that people go through sickness that come to me for healing 
because I know that Jesus is a healer and I hate sickness and I realize God hates sickness so we should hate it just as much as what God does so let him do everything he can for you and you do what you can for yourself and then I'm sure hopefully we'll all get to heaven in a in a lovely way in Jesus name amen yeah that's me anyway so I've got a I've got my I've got a um a website it's called dwmmi.org it stands for David William Majors Ministries International dot org I've got so many wonderful miracle DVDs on there YouTube teachings I've got a PayPal account where people sometimes send me a gift or if not to buy some books and uh, we get them shipped out to you and DVDs shipped out to you on healing and miracles and and deliverance teachings and um, you know what another thing I, I want to say is that regarding this sickness causing a problem another thing we have to think about is when you're ministering deliverance if I'm not right in what I'm saying why do we have to get people to repent of what they've been involved in before we cast the demon out that makes you think because it's the demons that we allow in that we to our sin and which has a root cause in our life that causes the sicknesses absolutely. so God bless you and thank you for listening absolutely we have to repent to remove the legal grounds or they have a right to stay you know um, yeah that's it good teaching today my friend also you're on YouTube right yeah you're on YouTube yeah I, I speak on YouTube in the church I, I put it on in the church services on Sunday morning when I'm speaking and Keep uh, the good work yeah and the next co- conference we've got is in um, uh, April in the church but I may be doing one or two more in up and down the country um, in England sometime before then anyway fantastic I'll be putting a link in the show notes tonight to your YouTube channel encourage people to go over there and subscribe. thank you Shannon Love you, my friend. We'll see you in a fortnight. Love you. Thank you, Shannon. Shall we call it, How Will You Die? Perfect. Sounds good to me. And I'll send you a copy. You you know, I think about my mother. Yes. She was... um, Anybody I thought would would be a holy person would be my mother. And she just faded away. She just faded it away one minute she was with us she shut her eyes and she'd gone and that was like the Queen of England you know who was a real Christian she just faded away that's the best way to go but so <laughs> well it's, it's, I'm sure you don't want to go any other way do you no sir my uh, unless they're going to martyr you for your faith my grandfather um when he was in the ministry, would make uh, hospital calls, and he was in a hospital visiting somebody. And one of the nurses or doctors came up to him and said, "Excuse me, sir, uh, are you a priest? Can you give last rites to a man uh, who's dying?" They didn't have anybody else in the facility. My grandfather said, "Sure." He'd go over and pray for him, and so he walked in, and there was a man in this emergency room ward 
who was dying. And he was already beginning to slip out of his uh, body. His spirit was going and he was going into hell and he could feel the flames. And he was screaming. And uh, my grandfather went over there and and prayed for the man. And he came back and uh, helped me. I'm I'm in the flames. And uh, the man died and went on into hell. Terrible. That's a terrible situation. There was another time where he actually gave uh, communion to a man who was there, and he said the man was like a little baby. <laughs> uh, took the communion, and uh, he was so thankful, and uh, then he died. And so uh, heaven and hell is real, folks, and uh, we've heard great testimonies of people that have just, it's like they looked and they saw the windows of heaven opening up and an angel coming and that's the way my great granny died. She was 104. She was there and she saw the angels coming for her and she smiled and uh, and then she she was gone. Went right yeah, into the that's happened to my father. President my father seen that. Wow. Yeah. That'd be the way to go. Amen. What a way to what a way to go. Let's live, let's try from this day, everybody. Even though you repent of your sins, you accept it. Jesus, your Lord, to say, which is the greatest thing to save you from hell. But let's try from this moment to live a life of holiness. Because without holiness, it said no one was him. And also, without holiness, really, it can be a life of torment. Absolutely. We don't want that. So I think it's really just um, a message for everybody to reconsider their life. Hey, that's great. Reconsider your life. How will you die? Yeah, that's a good one to do, yeah. Great word today. Reconsider your life, yeah. My friend, God bless you, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Okay, Shannon. In a fortnight. Bless you. Bye for now. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. That was Pastor David Measures, and before that, Pastor Michael Cummins. Let me check the schedule. We're going to be back tonight, God willing, at 7 p.m. Eastern. John Gogan, Frank Marzullo, Speak My Word, and a two-hour demon hotline with Doug Perry of fellowshipofthemartyrs.com. There we go. All of our programs are free. You can get them over at omegaman.podbean.com. And I'm making more progress on getting the vault online. I think I just found the software I need. So keep us in prayer. We should have an update on that very soon and hopefully have the entire archive up there available for you again. 10,700 shows and growing. Omegamanradio.com is my website. Have a great day. God bless you. Shouts out to Sister Maria, Lisa, Glennis, Meg, and others out there tuning in. God bless you all. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in.